Hi, my name is Anthony DeSimone, and this is the Yen Podcast. And you're listening to Entrepreneur's Island, which is that island that many entrepreneurs and small business owners place themselves on because they're convinced their problems are unique and no one can help. This podcast is all about sharing those problems, those very common problems, and offering solutions. About six months ago, I decided to stop producing podcasts for a little while. The reason was was because I had several large goals that I wanted to accomplish in 2018. And 2018 was quickly slipping away. And I decided I needed to focus my time on less to get things done. So I stopped producing podcasts plus doing a lot of other things. Even if I enjoyed them, which I do, it comes to podcasts, in order to get some of those larger goals 2018 accomplished. The goal in particular that I uh, completed, or almost completed at least, that prevented me from creating podcasts was the goal to write my next book called Small Business Blind Spots. Eight of the most common blind spots for small business owners and solutions. I can safely say that I'm just about done writing. We're in the editing phase and we should have the book out in March or April at the latest. So I'm very excited about that. But I'm even, maybe even more excited about the fact that I'm back to putting podcasts together. And as I came back to putting podcasts together, I realized I wanted to be a little bit more efficient with creating these podcasts and uh, get out more on a consistent basis. Instead of maybe one a month, I can get to one a week. And part of the way that I am going to do that is I'm going to share a story of an experience that I had in the past week or two with one of my clients. Because I have many experiences and many learning opportunities. And if I don't share them, they will get lost (laughs) because I'll forget them. So here's the first one. About two weekends ago, owner of a company sent me an email with a Excel attachment on a new commission program, a new profit incentive program that he wanted to begin with his employees. And so this Profit incentive program was based upon the bottom line. It was based upon profit. And asked my opinion what I thought. And asked me also if we could meet to talk about it. So I went over to his office. I sat down with him and I told him, first thing I said was, you're going to be throwing good money after bad if you're creating an incentive program with your employees that's based upon profit, the bottom line. 
you're not going to get any additional value out of it. And the reason why I told them was because it's not a KPI. It's not a key performance indicator for these employees. It's, it's, it's basically a useless indicator. And so I explained to them that a key performance indicator needs to have three things. In order to create something that's going to be effective when incentivizing, it has to have three things. It has to be in the employee's control. That's number one. It has to be in the employee's control. Number two, it has to be measurable by the employee. And number three, it has to be a leading indicator, not a lagging indicator. So in order to make effective key performance indicators that you can use to incentivize employees, it has to be in the employee's control. Now, as you may already have thought through, the bottom line, the net income, is certainly not in the employee's control. In fact, what typically happens is that at the end of the month or end of the quarter or end of the year, however the owner shares profit, the employees get together and they uh, wait for the team meeting where the owner says, we prepared our profit and loss report and we had a profit. So your share of the profit is this. The employee has no idea what just happened. They have no idea what their role was in that profit. They have absolutely no control over that. So if they have no control over that, they're not going to adjust anything that they're doing today. So basically you're throwing good money after bad. On top of that, they don't have control over it, but it's not measurable either by the employee. They can't measure it because there's, there's no way for them to get their arms around, are we profitable or are we not? So at this point, they don't even care. And that's ultimately what you're going to get. And lastly, it's not a leading indicator. Net profit is not a leading indicator. It's a lagging indicator. In fact, it's one of the most lagging of the lagging indicators. By the time you've calculated your profit or loss, whatever you end up with, but by the time that's calculated, it's too late. It's a lagging indicator. What you want to do is incentivize leading indicators, activities that are going to make changes to your lagging indicators to improve profitability. So as we sat down and we talked about this KPI incentive program, I asked him what what are the uh, what are the what are the key jobs that these employees do that he wants to incentivize? Now this is an asbestos removal company, and what these employees do are remove square feet of asbestos lading tile each day. And on average, they remove about 250 square feet of tile each day. Now the owner knows, because the owner has removed tile himself, and the owner knows that he can remove 500 square feet per day. The owner also knows that he's an owner, 
and these are employees. So he gets it that they're not going to work as hard as him. However, he does know that with the proper incentive, maybe he can get them to work harder. Now, this owner bids his jobs at 250 square feet a day. So what I suggested was that if we incentivize based on square feet of tile removed over 250 per day and incentivize the employees based upon that, then everybody wins. So in other words, if the employees begin to remove 350 square feet of tile per day versus 250 square feet per tile uh, of tile per day, they're going to get an additional 100 square feet of tile removed per day. That means the job's going to get done faster, more efficiently, and it's going to create a greater profit for the company. And by doing that, it follows the three important keys to an effective key performance indicator. It's in the employee's control. The employee controls the amount of square feet he or she removes on a daily basis. It's measurable by the employee. The employee can measure how many square feet he or she removes on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, and can then calculate how much he or she is going to make based upon that. And then lastly, it's a leading indicator. The faster they go at removing that tile, the more money the company's going to make, the greater the profit. So this is a leading indicator that's ultimately going to result in higher profit, the lagging indicator. That's an effective KPI in the employee's control, measurable by the employee, and is a leading indicator. Now, every employee in every company can have a KPI that they can then be incentivized with. So what I want to leave you with is I want you to think about what, how, first of all, are you incentivizing your employees? And secondly, what can you change to create a more effective KPI incentive plan for them to ultimately result in higher profitability and cash flow for you? I hope you have a great day.